Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. Dealing out top WordPress plugin reviews. It's episode 550, and we have plugins for embedding Google, sticky contents, customizing gravity, sliding simply, wall of news, failing logins, and classic press options, all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the oasis, deep in the heart of the Cowichan Valley, I'm John Overall. And with me and is the And I'm Amber Overall. Yes, there you go. I didn't get the full cue in there. I slipped on the cue. <laughs> oh, well, that's what happens. It's all right. I got you back. Yeah, the cue <laughs> jumps around on me. All right. We have this wonderful value for value show, folks. If you're getting any value out of it, please give some value back. We'll talk about that a little further into the show. A couple of quick items also here. Don't forget, you know, we do have the Q&A segment with Amber at the end of the show that you want to stick around for. And if you really want to hear the whole bit, sometimes we actually get to talking a little bit beyond that, but it's only available in the YouTube version. You could just jump right towards the end of the show if you've already listened to the show on the podcast. At any rate, all of that, it is just time for me to... Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. This is number 11 of 52 episodes for 2022. And as the world keeps spinning, right now is a fantastic time to make sure that those you love hear you say it and that you are make sure to spend some really good quality time with everyone you love, friends, family, everyone. And remember, as interesting as the news and social media is right now, be sure to turn it off for at least a few hours at a time. The longer you can go without it, the better for your mental health, in my opinion. And try to appreciate the things that are here and now, like the fact that we're moving into spring, things are getting warmer, there's some plants that are starting to peek through the ground. It's really quite beautiful. So if you can get your family and friends, get your kids, head out for a walk, spend some time in the green growing areas, enjoy the coming spring rebirth of things green and growing. Even if all that pollen looks and feels like little death stars when you have hay fever, you can just ignore that bit. Rinse and repeat as often as needed. Absolutely. Let's just jump into the news. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! Thank you. And now the WordPress news with John Overall. Well, with Amber. Okay, so the first thing I have for you is the WordPress vulnerability report. <clears throat> Sorry, just a sec. There we go. Um, WordPress vulnerability report for March 2nd, 2022. It seems to be a slightly different setup than usual this week. Like, they have the regular list of plugins that are good, that have been patched or what have you. And then, right at the bottom of there, they have this really plain looking list. And it has... Um, Unless, of course, it changed since I checked it before. Hang on, go, go up. Yeah, yeah well, I'm looking. Like, I scrolled straight to the bottom of the page, and there's nothing. Yeah, seen, nothing seems. That's to be interesting. Different. OK, 
Okay, so I guess what they did here is they put everything that was fixed right at the top, and then they went to a normal thing. It wasn't like this when I checked it this morning. It was different. Well, it's okay, to. though. Either way, um, they had a list. They have a list of no fix known plugins. There's a lot of no known fix plugins th this week. You'll want to go down the list and check it out. Also, before you decide to just delete it, um, make sure you double check to see if there is an update because one of the plugins that was listed in the no known fix list. Oh, there it is. This is a this is the list I was thinking about. Yeah. Okay. It's a. So one. One of the plugins that's in that list is Interact Geomaps, and I know that for me, I found an, an upgrade uh, this morning when I logged in, and it does fix the issue. I think that uh, iThemes just hasn't gotten that information yet. Hmm. So, uh, just to name a few of what I think are popular plugins are add-ons for Elementor, Simple Sitemap, Royal Elementor add-ons, Form Vibes, Restrict User Access, advanced page visit counter and quite a few others that's so do go through list. check them out hmm? so it's a pretty lengthy list right now it is a very lengthy list that's probably why they put this list in right here is because it was easy for people to check rather than those big boxes with blurbs yeah yeah that's a pretty big list yeah so Take some time, check them out, uh, compare the list of no known fix to your plugin list and see if you do actually have an update, just to double check. If there is an update, update, and then you don't need to worry because this information is a bit old. So, yeah. just a heads up for everyone. Yep, go check it out. Next up is um, the Kiev Independent is seeking donations to continue critical Ukrainian news coverage. So. Patchstack is offering them WordPress security services for free, and they are putting up a site called UA CyberHelp, where CEO Oliver Slid and four others are offering their cybersecurity services on a volunteer basis. They are working towards assisting organizations like the Kiev Independent and others affected by the war in Ukraine. If you are interested in helping, you can reach out and offer your volunteer services, or you can donate to the cause. Mm. So this is something that I found kind of interesting. It's 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 a good work. It's being uh, pushed out by WordPress, and I think Patch Deck is part of WordPress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they seem like they're doing a pretty good job. And if you want to help, reach out. They'll be happy to, to accept your help, I'm sure. Cool. The next one makes me laugh. Uh, mm -hmm. WordPress is ditching P and tinkle jokes in mm -hmm. favor of more inclusive language and clear code. It's clear they no I, longer have a sense of humor in the, in the coder area. I had no idea that 43% of the web has PP jokes in its code. That's oh, yeah. awesome. There, there's, <laughs> if you, you start reading code, you'll find all kinds of interesting stuff in the code. Even the code, when I used to write it, I would leave occasional bits and pieces in there just for my own personal <laughs> entertainment. Yeah, I've noticed some pretty entertaining stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. My favorite so far is uh, fat, quick like a ninja or something. Yeah. I know, it was, it was sneaky like a ninja. And yep. then the whole bit of code was ninja-oriented, it seemed. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, is you get bored, and so you suddenly get a creative piece, and you just got to stick it in the code. And chances <laughs> are, virtually nobody's going to read it. <coughs> yeah. Well, 
<coughs> I guess because of the uptick in coders and people mm. learning code, mm. that's a large part of the reason why they are ditching the PP jokes. No, because... it's because they're becoming politically correct. And that's just a simple, simple thing. They're politically correct to find everything. So. I think having clear code will also help all the beginners who are entering in as well, though. Yeah, well, it, uh, well, the, well, there is the thing about the clear code. Yeah. And, you know, because because they did use them as variables, which they shouldn't have used them as variables, then, because that's just a wrong variable. I can I can get behind that. They should have just been comments in the uh, in the code versus variables. Yeah. So a couple of the examples yeah. that they give makes sense that they're going to be changing it up for a more yeah. clear code. Like mm -hmm. uh, last P turns into last part. So yeah. kind of makes sense for the beginners who are entering into the business. And mm -hmm. it does seem like there's a lot of new newbies out there who are entering in and learning everything. Mm -hmm. So yeah. either way, bye bye PP. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Next up is the WordPress web fonts API has arrived. So for those of you who've been sitting on the edge of your seat and waiting with bated breath, it is finally here. Mm. The WordPress Web Fonts API, it has been merged into the Gutenberg plugin and you can currently test it in the dev version or the nightly download version. Mm. Okay. <laughs> but whose fonts are they? Are they WordPress fonts? They seem to be WordPress fonts yeah. mixed in with uh, the Gutenberg plugin. Yeah, well, so, what I'm getting at is, you know, there's a few places that internet fonts are drawn from. The largest chunk of them is drawn from Google. So I'm just yeah. curious to where the fonts are actually drawn from, whose repository. Because, hmm. yeah, of course, that, that for those that have to deal with the uh, um, European GDP, whatever it is, you know, drawing Google fonts has gotten some companies in trouble violating the privacy, privacy laws because of how Google offers up its fonts yeah so it's like it's just a curiosity you might want to if you're going to get into that you want to dig into exactly where the fonts are drawn from what their use and their privacy is around it so all right uh <clears throat> next one i have here is stratic acquires wp2 static plugin and they plan to relaunch it on wordpress.org so for those of you who use WP2 Static, um, it may possibly be changing up a bit from where it was. Mm -hmm. hmm? Oh yeah, quite possibly. Um, since Static has acquired it, but I don't know if it will, because they're saying they're mm -hmm. not going to change it, they're going to keep it as is, but they always say that, and I, I haven't seen, I've, yeah. I've seen a couple that have been kept the same, but I haven't seen many. So. Well, the thing is, is you know, if you buy, these companies, they buy up these smaller plugins or these plugins with it. And then what happens is they have to recoup their, their money they use to buy it. So then yeah. they, they have to find a business plan that will get them their money back. And so they have to change things. And this is the problem. And we currently seem to be in a era right now of lots and lots of plugins and other things being acquired by larger companies. We're in consolidation mode. Where of course WordPress started out, everything was scattered. There are lots of individuals or small groups, but they've been over the years combining together and together. And while on one hand it's good, on another hand it's not so good. You end up mm -hmm. with fewer and fewer choices as time goes on, and fewer and fewer companies you can deal with, which is a sad thing. It's good and it sad. Is. It's good and sad at the same time. I hate to see it, but it's just the way industry grows up. Yep. So. 
Okay. Uh, next up is uh, WP Experts acquires post SMTP plugin. So I wanted to bring this to people's attention because it's another acquisition you'll want to keep an eye on if this is a plugin that you use. Yep. You'll want to you'll want to pay attention to it to see how they decide to uh, uh, fix it, change it, do whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, this one has uh, changed a few times. It seems like it's changed hands a few times in its well, life growing up so it, far. It didn't exactly change hands. The developer of it currently, he forked it from another popular plugin where the developer, it had developed a massive security flaw and WordPress forcefully removed it from the repository because the developer didn't want. This guy forked it, renamed it, fixed the security flaws, and then grew it up into a big plugin. Ah, okay. So... And of course, that got so big, he probably ran out of time or decided he wanted to do something else in his life. And uh, he got offered a reasonable price from uh, WP Experts and sold it. And so WP Experts may or may not keep it as a premium. But the, I guess the guy who was developing it also had several several premium add-ons that were in development to use with the plugin. So we'll see what happens with it. And WP Expert got those too. By the way, uh, Hemdian made a note. It's GDRP is what you're trying to remember. Yeah, that's what it was, the GRP. I had a, I had an acronym that was much better than what the acronym is for it, but I can't remember. I just remember I spent months <laughs> working on websites because of that. Mm. Not that I complained about the money. It was just like it was just such a ludicrous thing to me. A little bit. Um the next one I have is WooCommerce 6.3 to introduce new product filtering by attributes. Yep. I really like this idea. I think it could be very useful. The yep. re release isn't going to be out until March 8th, 2022. But if you're interested in learning more about this, you can check out the article. And I think they have a, oh yeah, they have some testing that you can probably hmm. uh, check out as well. That's interesting. That'll be a nice addition to WooCommerce. Mm -hmm. Looks like it's due out next week. All right. And then the last one for WordPress today is a quick note to remind everyone about the WordFest that's uh, WordFest Live on March 4, 2022. Looks like they have a lot of cool things that are going to be available to check out. Lots of cool little, and I forgot the word, but um, not lessons, but workshops and things where you can learn about uh, WordPress and other things connected. Yep. And then in the extra news today, we've got things like how to build high-tech tools for low-tech industries. Your next laptop may have incredible battery life thanks to bizarre addition of sulfur. Hmm. Um, Attacks abusing programming APIs has grown over 600% in 2021. That's one to check out. Mm -hmm. There's a few about the new bots and uh, new malware that's coming out. Mm -hmm. So give all those a, a check and yeah. Oh, absolutely. We're checking out. Alrighty. Well, let's uh, roll on and let's thank some people that support this show. Oops, wrong one. It's time to donate to WP Plugins A to Z. As we mentioned right off the top of the show, is this is a value for value show, and we like to recognize those that support the show with some value, either time, treasure, or talent. 
A lot of the value we get back on the show current lately has been just a lot of talent and time from people. So thank you very much to all those that do that. And we also like to acknowledge, you know, our artists, because we are one of the few podcasts out there that change our art each and every week. And the art we use is provided by our artists, our great artists. And uh, this week's art comes from Greg's Graphics. And I really like this one because it's just crisp, clean, you know, black cards, all aces. So I really like it. It's just kind of, it kind of stands out to me. I liked it. Very nice piece. I like this a lot too. It is really cool looking. Yeah. Kind of yeah. makes me think of our little plug-in logo there, that yeah. like he's a dealer. Yeah, it's like it's like it's uh, you know kind of an elegant give adds a bit of elegance to our to our show stuff to our show title and to it does. our artwork. And those watching on YouTube get a preview of the artwork before it goes live with the show later in the day. And you know, hopefully one day we'll have a whole bunch of artists competing for the uh, the slot of having the art, and that would be great. We'd really appreciate that, and we'll be able to put out even better art as time goes on. So thank you very much to all the artists out there, and thank you to Greg, Greg's Graphics, who supplied the art this week. All right, so we've also got um, some other things here. We like to acknowledge those that kick in some time to supporting this show, you know, those such as Jess who helped organize our, our art uh, gallery, getting all the past art that wasn't in the gallery in the gallery. Unfortunately, it doesn't have the artist's name attached to it just because of the limitations of the plugin we used for it. But all new artwork always has the artist name because they got to create an account and to submit the artwork. And so thank you for that. There's also other little miscellaneous things that the website always needs if someone ever wants to donate some time helping us to organize up the website, you know, prepare our contests or other miscellaneous things that get that get done that we don't always have time to accomplish. We do have a set, set spot here for anyone who wants to be a, become an executive producer for the show. And to be an executive producer, you get a full-blown executive producer credit. Credit you can use anywhere credits are recognized. And it's $50 donation minimum. And then you can get a note read out on the show. And hey, jump on board. Become an executive producer of the uh, WP Plugins A to Z show. And you can say, yep, I supported those guys, those little small people who do so much for the WordPress community, showcasing plugins that are rarely heard about. One of the mm -hmm. big things we do here is we bring forth a lot of brand new plugins and plugins that not everyone has heard about. Sometimes they become very famous plugins, but most of the time they just become a decently used user base on them. Yeah, we try to stand up for the little guys. Yeah. All right. And... We do have a few donors out there that kick us five, 10 bucks here and there. And those ones always remain anonymous. Everything under 50 bucks remains anonymous. And so thank you very much for the small amounts and donations. You know, they never put money in our pocket, but it is an acknowledgement that you appreciate the show and support the show in some way, form or fashion. All right. Well, with all of that being said, I think it's time to dive into the meat potatoes of the show into the depths of plug-in depravity, what everyone shows up here for. All right, we still have the Classic Press options area open for anyone who uses Classic Press to donate or to give us some information, you know, donate some time if you're using Classic Press to, so we can showcase what's happening in the Classic Press world. I just don't have time to go there these days and see what's up because I'm not building in Classic Press currently. But we do have WordPress plugins. 
And the first WordPress plugin I have for you out the gate today is called Embed Google Drive. And this is a simple plugin to use, and it allows you to embed a link and preview Google Drive documents simply by pasting the shared document link into the editor. No configuration needed for this plugin. It's pretty decent, straightforward. If you use Google Drive um, for your documents and you share documents through Google Drive on a regular basis, you know all about how to go get the shared link that people can use. And then you can embed it on your site and have that document right there on your site. You know, I can see a few uses for this in that, you know, for instance, if you use Google Docs, um, Excel type spreadsheets and you've got a spreadsheet, maybe you track um, hockey game stats or something on a hockey website. You want to share that and you're always updating that file in Google Drive. Well, if you have this one shared link, that document's always going to be up to date. You won't have to constantly re-upload the document for your for your your visitors to check it out. So there's lots of ways it can be a very handy tool. At any rate, that does I, thought, sound really handy. I thought it would be very useful for those that use Google Drive and a lot of people do. I personally don't, but uh, it's because I use other other sharing. I got into Dropbox before Google Drive was a thing. So I've just sort of hooked into that environment. At any rate, go check this one out. It's Embed Google Drive and I give it a four dragon rating. That sounds really useful. I can think of a few different sites we've worked on that that would probably make good use of that. Yep. First one I have is Simple WP Slider. I, f I was kind of snagged on this one because the creator sim wrote down, I checked everywhere for a simple slider. I just couldn't find one, so I built one. And it really is a very simple slider. Really cool, totally free, up for grabs, and it's very easy to use. Once you download it, you go to Settings, click on Simple WP Slider, and upload as many pictures as you want. You nice. can move them easily or even swap them around with this handy dandy little arrow at the right hand side. Nice. You hit save changes and add a short code to whatever page you want. It works really well. All the slides are the same size. They have a great transition time. They have little arrows there for you so that the people viewing it can click to check the next one. And it's an endless cycle so it's not uh, click through, reach the end and then have to refresh the page like as mm. I found on some places. Yeah. It just keeps going. Nice. One complaint. Mm -hmm. um, there was no mention about what shortcode to use either in the description um, or the settings page. <laughs> the 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 shortcode is simple WP slider, but I had to navigate over to the GitHub page that he gives a link to in order to find that out. I mm -hmm. personally think it would have been great if he had put it like what he show what he shows you there in that one picture yeah. is that is a settings. So if he just puts down in the settings right there. Mm -hmm. uh, what short code to use? That would be very useful. I'd really appreciate that. It would be. The other question is, is, does it do a multiple sliders or just one? Just one. Okay. It's just one very simple slider, very easy to use. Oh, okay. Due to the lack of code, though, I am bringing the simple WP slider down one dragon. <laughs> so I rate him at four dragons. Cool. Okay, the next one I have for you, and this is for those of you that write, you know, heavy duty documentation or big posts and you use a lot of H1 to H6 tags throughout your site, uh, throughout the page and post that you created. This is a table of contents that is sticky. And this sticky table of contents displays the 
headings on a per post or per page basis. So in other words, when someone loads up a single page or a post and you've got all these headings down there for different components of whatever you've written out, this creates a table that can be stuffed into a sidebar at the top of the page, however you want to do it. But it's a full table of contents for the entire post, which means oh, it nice. makes it easy for people to navigate through the post if they're looking for something specific in that post and you don't have to go through and build out that map and menu on it. Very cool tool. Very nice. You know, initially I thought it was something for building a table of contents for the site, but not turned out it was just for the individual page and its value is only there if you're remembering to use all the proper uh, heading text throughout when you do everything and not everybody does that. So at any rate, seemed like a great tool for people who create uh, more advanced content. Go check this one out. It's called the Sticky Table of Contents, Advanced Table of Contents, and I give it a four dragon rating. That is really cool. I can see a lot of use for that. Mm -hmm. Next one I have is Newswall. This is a really cool idea. It's a plugin where you can add your own news into the settings of it and simply use a short code to add the news into your page. Every time you add new news to the settings area, it will show up wherever you've added the short code in the past. So if you say you're someone who's always checking the news and you keep wanting to add in like five new things you find a day, mm -hmm. just add it into the settings and it will automatically load up to every page that you have that short code on. Very cool. I really like it. It's a very simple, uh, the way it shows, it's very simple the way it shows up, it's just a header and a short blurb of the news. Mm -hmm. There's just one thing. For some reason, in the settings area where you add text into the add text box, the text is white. So you can't actually see anything you've written down. Mm, that's bizarre. It, there, there also doesn't seem to be any way to change that. So uh, Newswall is a fantastic idea. I really like it but uh, they lose one dragon for the white text. <laughs> yeah, well, that's 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 due to they did something in the CSS and they're they're probably someone who does their development in a dark in a dark theme. So the text uh, needed to be white to see it and they didn't think about the CSS when they were yeah. developing. And of course, because, you know, each plugin has its own CSS for displaying its stuff and of course the theme's not overriding it, so. Yeah. Uh, so, that, uh, that would be I rate this at 4 dragons. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right, the last one I have for you, and this one's kind of brand new, but I thought it might be useful for those that use Gravity Forms and add custom code to their Gravity Forms. You know, when they're custom coding out different things. I haven't done custom coding in Gravity Forms for quite some time, but I do recall, you know, what a pain it was sometimes. If you did some changes, you'd lose track of where that custom code was written, what place you put it in. Well, this allows you to create a folder in Gravity Forms for, it creates a directory specifically for storing uh, custom code. It creates one called Gravity Hopper Code, and that's where you stick your global code file, and it's all run with your Gravity Forms. So I thought it was a cool little tool for those that work in those areas and something that people might want to be aware of. It is a relatively new plugin and something to check out if you're doing additional coding adding to your Gravity Forms. Go check it out. It's the custom code keeper for Gravity Forms, and I give it a four dragon rating. That is so useful. I've done some custom coding on Gravity Forms and having, if I'd had this, it would have made life a lot easier. Mm -hmm. 
Last one I've got for today is Limit Failed Logins. This is a pretty awesome little plugin. They have a beautiful dashboard too. Like I was really impressed when I saw it. <clears throat> Once activated, you will find the dashboard under the left-hand uh, column there. And they give you a landing page that shows the amount of failed login attempts, offers you the tools to check out logs, and you can block or whitelist usernames or IPs right from that first part. So you don't have to go through all the options to do those things. Nice. Then they also have different tabs for settings, logs, and debug tab, hmm. which I thought that was kind of cool, having a debug one. Yeah, that is kind of cool and useful. Under the settings, you can set the number of allowed retries before lockout, mm -hmm. how long they will be locked out each time around, and then um, have it, they have the option to put how long it'll take before uh, their reset happens. So like if they fail to log in three or four times, they get, uh, you can set it for 24 hours until they get to try again. Yeah. Very useful plugin. It helps to cut down on brute force attacks and allows you to whitelist those lovely forgetful people who forget to, who forget what their password is and log in from time to time. Yeah. I rate this at five dragons. Cool. Anything to help add up your security. All right. Yeah. Well, we don't have listener questions or feedback, and we're waiting for it, folks. Kick it back to us. Listener feedback and questions. We are ready for it. All right. We do have, from our last contest where we were giving away the one-year license for the events calendar, and our winner of the events calendar single pro domain license is Jason Lee. So congratulations, Jason. You know, send that email back to me. I'll get that code out to you and uh, you can start playing with the events calendar and you have it for a full year before you might have to buy it again unless you're not using it. So anyway, congratulations, Jason. We greatly appreciate all those who entered the contest and uh, sooner or later, we'll come up with some sort of consultory uh, uh, reward for people. Maybe we'll start asking for discount coupons that we can give away in a contest for people, and we'll kick out a discount coupon for uh, for people. I think that's what that'd be cool. To, that's what we got to start remembering to do when we're when we're soliciting the licenses. Say, hey, would you mind kicking us out a few discount coupon codes too for people that uh, enter the contest but don't win? That'd All right. be cool. We do have another contest coming. It will start next week. And what we're going to be doing is we are going to be giving away a lifetime single domain license for interactive geomaps. Very fantastic mapping plugin for creating generic type maps of all kinds of purposes to highlight stuff and showcase things. You want to hear more about it? Go check out the interview I did with, uh, I think it was Carlos was his name. And uh, go check out the interview I did with him. We got really into the, into the plug-in and a few other great things uh, in the interview. So go check that out. But starting next week, and we'll be running that contest for another four weeks, all the way through the entire month of March into April. All right. And just look for the contest. It'll get announced as soon as we have it up and ready. But the official announcement day will be next week. All right, cover up a few things here before we get into the Q&A segment. Uh, plugins I covered this show was Embed Google Drive, which I gave a 4-2, the Sticky TOC Advanced Table of Contents, which I gave a 4-2, and the Custom Code Keeper for Gravity Forms, which I gave a 
And <clears throat> I covered simple WP slider, which I rated at four, news wall, which I rated at four, and limit failed logins, which I rated at five. Cool. All right, uh, a couple other quick reminders. There's a meetup that will be coming along in June, and as soon as I have it finalized, I will make the notes here on it. If you're a developer, know a developer, or would just like to talk turkey about uh, WordPress, you know, feel free to reach out to me for an interview at wpplugins8z.com slash interview, and we can get you on an interview show. If you have plugin suggestions or plugins you'd like to have reviewed, hey, submit them to us at wpplugins8z.com. Submit plugin review. All right. This is it. This is where we head off into. It's question and answer time. What, Amber? Before I get started on the questions, if anyone out there has any questions they'd like to have asked on the show, please send, please feel free to send them in to me at amber at wppro.ca and I will get them in here and we'll see if we can stump my dad. Absolutely. Um, first question is, do servers make a difference in how sites run? For example, will a very crowded server run your site slower than a rather empty server? Yes. That's the straightforward answer. And yes, servers make a difference. Whether what kind of server, uh, what chips it has, how much memory it has, you know, uh, what its capabilities. How the other thing that makes a difference is how it's connected to the internet. But uh, a very crowded server, yes, that causes all kinds of slower stuff because you got to remember every website on there is begging the server for resources. You know. If you've got 5,000 websites and suddenly, you know, 5,000 people show up at once asking for a page from each website, that slows down the delivery time of it because then the server has to process that request, send that request to the, to the server. The server then has to produce the pages and then deliver them back on the internet. So the more people are on one server, the, fat, the slower it will actually run. So yeah, servers make a big difference. It's like, it's like the computer for you choose for gaming or the computer you choose for development or video editing. You know, with today's stuff here, it's really hard to work on a early 2000 computer and do video editing or gaming. You can't, most, com, most older computers won't run a modern game because the resources aren't there. So yeah, server makes uh, all the difference in the world. And, and the population of the server makes a big difference. All right. Uh are there different kinds of servers or different kinds of sites? For example, if you need a fully high-tech site that functions almost as fast as your mind, is there a particular kind of server for that? Or does it depend on how much space you have available in your allotment of the server space? Okay, let's see if I can tease this one apart a little bit because this is a little <laughs> complex question. First part, are there different kinds of servers for different kinds of sites or processes? Yes, there are. There's okay. if, if you happen to ha if you happen to be running um, a server and you've got data on it, the the server will be dedicated to just the data, and then you have a server that's dedicated to the web page itself. You know, a lot of servers are multi-use, such as my servers are multi-use. The data's on the same server as the websites are, but I don't have ultra high-end clients that get tens of thousands of visitors. Well, some of them get tens of thousands of visitors a day, but uh, let's take it up to millions of visitors a day or somebody such as Amazon or whatever. 
You know, you have to have, you specialize your data out, depend on what it's doing. Um, you know, if you are looking for something that a high tech functioning site, I would say like video streaming, something that needs to function as fast as your mind. If you, if you can go back to, when did YouTube hit the thing? Somewhere around 2010, I think, YouTube. Initially, I honestly don't remember. Well, think of it like, well, when you first started using um, BitChute or Odyssey, it had, oh, a, yeah. had a lot of buffering problems. Yeah. Because they didn't have fast enough servers to deliver the amount of video people were asking for. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. And so what they had to do is they had to add more servers and then spread that data out over more machines so that it would be able to deliver it as fast as the mind wanted it. And that's basically what you're looking at here. And it's not so much how much space you have, it's how much processing ability and how much uh, bandwidth is available to the server in the data center. You know, Okay. Um, because the bandwidth and the processing ability are a lot dependent upon the delivery of it. You could have a server with teraquads of storage space, but if it doesn't have uh, a computer chip, uh, the chips and other things available for processing that data fast enough, and it doesn't have enough connection to the internet to deliver that processed data fast enough, it'll still be slow. So okay, it's a combination of everything is what it comes down to. It's a combination of everything to make it to make it work well. And of course, the bigger you grow, the more you do, the more space you need, the more bandwidth you need, the more processing power you need. And nowadays what they do is they just add another server and they spread the data across the servers, which can be done. Okay. It is done. Um that that kind of leads into my last question here, mm -hmm. which is are there servers that designate themselves for one thing, like one server for one government, only that government, no other government is allowed, or is that entirely up to the server, I, I think server custodians, I mm -hmm. guess would be a good name for the people uh, who are in charge of it? The server managers, the dude's named Ben, the uh, yeah. tech support, um, I've got, we got all kinds of names for him. Dude named Ben's my favorite. I like that one. Okay, well, that's a great question, and what we'll do is we'll come back to that question after we close out the show. Let my girl take us on out of here. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at wppluginsatazf.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins, created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to wppluginsatoz.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using wppluginsatoz.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at WPPluginsAtoZ. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at wppro.ca. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day.
Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by JohnOverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.